0: If you are pregnant or you've recently had a baby, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Kath Beque, a physiotherapist working in women's health and mum of three. Inside my online program, Fitness Mama, I just love helping support women to care for their bodies during pregnancy, prepare their bodies for birth and support their after birth recovery, helping them feel confident and strong inside out during this important stage of their lives. In this podcast, join me each week as we dive into all things pregnancy care, childbirth and postnatal recovery, helping you through every step of the journey. It is absolutely possible to feel amazing and confident in our bodies during this motherhood journey and I want that for you. Come and say hi to me on Instagram at fitnessmama and let's dive into today's episode. back to another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. So today I want to discuss five ways to prepare your pelvic floor for birth. And even if you're having a caesarean birth, this episode will still be relevant for you. Perhaps not one of the points, but the other four out of five will still be relevant for you. Because the, the stats are that if you have had a pregnancy you are at increased risk of pelvic floor issues. So unfortunately, having a caesarean birth isn't protective against pelvic floor issues. And in fact, by the time we reach menopause, research shows us that we're all about the same risk as each other of having pelvic floor issues, whether or not we've had a vaginal birth or a caesarean. So let's get into this episode, five ways to prepare your pelvic floor for birth. And I love this episode because... I think when we're pregnant, and I know I was the same, we do tend to gravitate towards preparing our nursery, preparing and getting all the clothes, you know, preparing for the baby. Um, So if we can just take a little bit of attention towards ourselves and ways to help prepare our pelvic floor for birth, and importantly, why we need to do this or why we should consider doing this, then I think that's amazing. So before we do dive into this episode, if this resonates with you and you would like support to help prepare your pelvic floor for birth, Do I invite you to come and join us inside Fitness Mama. Because reclaiming your pelvic floor core and strength safely, it's one of the most effective ways you can care for your body confidently during and after pregnancy. And all of this is available inside Fitness Mama. So join us for short, easy, convenient workouts that you can do from the comfort of your home. Prepare your pelvic floor for birth with confidence and recover after having a baby so that you can get back to running around with your kids at the park, running the next marathon, or just feeling good inside out, feeling that inner strength. So head to fitnessmama.com. There is a free trial available. So for the month of December and January, we do have a coupon code available if you're listening to this episode close to when it was released, check the link in the show notes, but the coupon is 2023goals for a 20% discount code. So if you'd like to come and join us, there is a 20% discount code available for 20% off the first payment, whether or not that's a monthly or a six-monthly membership. So head to fitnessmama.com and the link is in the show notes. Right, let's dive into this episode, five ways to prepare your pelvic floor for birth. Right, the first way to prepare your pelvic floor for birth is to identify any issues early. So perhaps your pre-pregnancy or your during pregnancy, your first step is to identify if you've got anything that needs attention. So I do have a checklist available, a pelvic floor checklist, which is a super easy yes note question answer, question answer, <laughs> but just check the link in the show notes for this checklist. It's a free PDF download. But pretty much we're wanting to identify if there's any pelvic health concerns that we need to get on top of. So any incontinence, any prolapse, any sexual pains, any bowel issues, any aches or pains around the pelvis in general, they're just they're some of the things to consider. So if you find you're leaking, when you're coughing or sneezing, I really highly recommend you have a pelvic floor assessment and get yourself onto a management plan as soon as possible. Okay, the second one is focusing on your pregnancy fitness. So working with where you are at, I think this is one of those things. When you're pregnant, there's a lot of obstacles, and I totally remember. So whether or not it's you're, you're nauseous or you're, you've got aches and pains or you're working full-time and you've got a toddler, like there's a lot of obstacles in the way to helping us support our pregnancy fitness. So my recommendations are really do work with where you're at in your stage of pregnancy. So if you're feeling nauseous, perhaps you need some beautiful, easy, short exercise and stretches that you can do in your garden, in in the sunlight, in the morning sunlight. Or if you're feeling achy and sore, you need pelvic girdle pain friendly workouts. So we need to make sure we can exercise consistently during pregnancy, but in a way that's helping to support our body. So if you're in your first trimester and you're exhausted, this perhaps isn't the time to be going for a really long run. But doing short, little gentle exercises at home might actually help to revive you and give you more energy. So just have a think where you're at and what you can do to to work with your body rather than against it. And even if they're short bursts of 5-10 minutes, they all build up. So you're better off doing a 10-minute stretch an exercise session at home rather than delaying it to go to that gym at the end of the day, which you never end up getting back to. And I know I'm biased. I know I'm biased. I totally admit that. But that's why I love the beauty of home-based workouts during this stage of pregnancy and postpartum. And it's important with our pregnancy fitness to include core and pelvic floor. So core exercises that are appropriate for, for pregnancy so this isn't a stage where you want to be lying on your back exercising. I really do think, especially from the uh, 13 weeks onwards, there's, we need to get off your back, but we need to be including core exercises that are safe. So when I say core, I, I mean or your abdominals, your deep abdominals, your pelvic floor. It, your core is like a cylinder inside your body, where if we think at the top of the cylinder is your diaphragm, the bottom of the cylinder is your pelvic floor, and then your back of the cylinders where your back, your ligaments are and your your spine is, and then the front of your cylinder are your abdominals. So it's not just the abdominals we're talking about when we're discussing core. It's the whole functioning of the core, which works with our breathing and our pelvic floor. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, or you feel you've got a great walking program, but you're not including pelvic floor and core, that's when like for example, Fitness Mama might be perfect for you to squeeze in one or two short quality workouts in addition to your beautiful walking program. Okay, the third step to prepare your pelvic floor for birth. Actually, we'll just go back to the previous one. We know that if we can help with our pregnancy fitness and strength, that helps with birth outcomes and recovery outcomes. So it's actually a really important step to, to remember. Okay, third step, perineal massage at 36 weeks. So if you're having a vaginal birth, this might be something you want to consider. But I will quickly say, I know a lot of women who don't want to do this or don't like the idea of doing it. So when I teach perineal massage inside Fitness Mama, I do it slightly differently. It's not all about the stretch and the massage. It, to me, it's about learning how to relax that area. If we think about our birth canal, We want that to be as relaxed and open as possible during birth so that the baby can pass through it unrestricted. So if we're zipping up our pelvic floor muscles or we're contracting our pelvic floor muscles because we're in discomfort or pain, you can imagine that's closing off the birth canal. And that's where what I teach with perineal massage, it, it complements any, say, hypnobirthing, calm birthing any of those other like birth affirmations, any of those other relaxation techniques you're using for birth, I tackle it from a pelvic floor perspective, but it complements those other modalities really well. And this is all about adding tools to your toolkit. So you might not need to use the tool at the end of the day, but at least the tool is there in your toolkit should you need to use it. And I will also say, I don't teach perineal massage in isolation. I teach it in terms of, and it's too much to describe in this podcast episode, but I teach it in combination with active birth techniques. So strategies to help you actually during birth, how can we help to open up that birth canal? How can we help to support your body rather than fight against it? Okay, so first one was identifying issues early, any pelvic health issues early. Secondly was revisiting your pregnancy fitness and thinking, do you need to complement your current regime or your current exercise or do you need to add anything or, yeah, if you needed to make any changes at all. Third way was a perineal massage. The fourth way to help prepare your pelvic floor birth is actually to arm yourself with information about your afterbirth recovery when you're still pregnant. So don't wait until you're in the thick of it with a newborn, you're sleep deprived, you're learning how to breastfeed and your baby's crying and all those sorts of things. We, If you can arm yourself with some really simple tips and tricks when you're still pregnant, then it can make it a lot easier to, to help support your afterbirth recovery. And again, I have got a whole podcast episode on this, so I'm linking it below I'm not going to go through it all now, but there are lots of easy things you can help to support your afterbirth recovery. So icing your perineum, horizontal rest, looking after your bowels in those that first few days after having a baby, and not lifting anything heavier than your baby. So there's quite a few things. So do check out that podcast episode where I go into a little bit more detail. And then the fifth, the last but not least is Setting yourself up for postnatal rehab. So postnatal rehab doesn't have to be complicated or expensive or time-consuming. This is exercising the right way after having a baby. So just think, like I like to liken this to sports injuries. If you're a football player or a professional athlete, if you have an injury, you will undergo rehab before you get back into your sport. Competitive footy, whatever it might be. Yet after having a baby, at the six week mark, we might see the doctor. I remember for me, six six weeks, he said, "Yep, all's looking good. I'll see you in six months. From six months onwards, when you decide to become pregnant again." And I remember thinking, "Is that everything?" Like my whole body felt so different. I, it felt unfamiliar to me. I felt weak when previously I'd felt strong. And I thought, whoa, is that it? So this is where postnatal rehab comes into it. Getting back into exercise, regaining your strength, but in a way that's supporting your body that has changed. Everyone's body has changed after having a baby, whether or not you've had a vaginal birth or a cesarean birth. And it's totally normal and natural, but I think we need to acknowledge it so that we can then rehabilitate in a way that's going to get us as strong as before, if not stronger. Otherwise, I do tend to find women have a bit of a cycle. Let's say after having their first baby, they don't really focus on their afterbirth recovery and then you know life gets in the way. Then they get pregnant with their second. They're already starting from a lower baseline of strength and they might run into issues with pelvic girdle pain. Then again, after having a baby, they've got two children and they might not be focusing on their recovery. And then they get pregnant with a third and then menopause hits. And it can be a little bit of a a slippery slope. So I really do think, as I said, it, it shouldn't actually be hard, time consuming. It should all be done in a way that slots into your lifestyle, feels easy to you and achievable. And that's how we achieve our goals. So, That's it, ladies. Five ways to prepare for your pelvic floor for birth. If you would like support in doing so, join us inside Fitness Mama. There is a coupon code that's not going to be active for very long. It's December, January, and it will give you 20% off the first payment. But otherwise, if you're listening to this down the track, there is a seven-day free trial. So you've got nothing to lose, everything to gain. would love to support you with your pregnancy, fitness, and postnatal recovery. That's it, ladies. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next week for another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Mama podcast brought to you by the Fitness Mama freebies found at www.fitnessmama.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Fitness Mama so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember an active pregnancy, confident childbirth and strong postnatal recovery is something that you deserve. Remember our disclaimer, materials and contents in this podcast are intended as general information only and shouldn't substitute any medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. I'll see you soon.